Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's it going, guys? The podcasting equivalent of a warm cup of water. Ooh. <laughs> I have a... Oh. That's us. I, I have a very cool glass of water. Some may describe it as cold. Right. Is it, quite, is it quite rad, is it, as a glass of water go? Quite, rad? Quite, quite, quite cool, quite radical. Oh, well, I've never, that, that I've never described cool. anything as being rad in my life. Surfing so is... I wouldn't he, know what you're talking about. Is he giving... Is he shaka? Like, <laughs> doing this sort of Jesus. stuff? You know that? Does he? Is he got a pair? Of, is he quite? Is he quite cool though? Is it quite it's, cool? It's quite, yeah, it's, quite yeah, cool. It's, it's quite cool. Like but, yeah, get out my room, mum. Does he shout that? Yeah, yeah. But Look, the description of a warm cup of water 30s. is like yeah, living in his home with his mum. Yeah, that's plenty. Uh, the, the the description of a warm cup of water is just not very pleasant at the moment, especially when I've got a nice a nice cool one here. You're um you you're famous for having cool water, aren't you? That's your. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was better than having n- lame water. Oh goodness, Alex, are you back in the cupboard again? I am back in the cupboard. Uh, one day you might. Um, I never said closet because I feel like that's a joke that we could have walked into that one. But I'm not. You know what I mean? We're better than that. We're no, better we're, than that. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. No, you just, we're better no, than this. No, you just realized it the I, second I, no, you said I didn't. it. No, I didn't. No, I. That was. I. I made a point to uh, to say that you've hung up what I can clearly see is your cowboy hat behind you and your <laughs> denim jacket. Absolutely. And you're. Have you? I imagine you've got a policeman's outfit. And, a, yes, and an Indian for, costume and everything. I know when well. I when I moonlight. But Alex, in, I've not said anything well, about no, the when, when I moonlight in yeah. my village people tribute act, dancing I in can, the moonlight. Is I that can, right? I can play all of them. Yeah, you can. I can do all of them. Yeah, there is something about um, you know the intro to YMCA. You know the yeah, that bit doesn't get played at any other part of the song, does it? Imagine a I song guess played. No, but but that specific bit. That is that is. I've got a theory that 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 bit of the song is genius, right? That bit of the song yeah. was specifically designed to give uh, to give you. Uh, the the listener a chance to get to the dance floor. That's the oh, that's, right. that's your that's like uh, final boarding, please for YMCA. That yeah, is final boarding for YMCA. But when you're when you're at one of those weddings, everybody does it the same way. They rise slowly out of the chair and then the arms start going. Peter up and Kane down. does this. Peter Kane does this one about um yeah about people jumping to the dance floor for YMCA. Oh, do they? Does he? Oh, yeah, I'm not fair, that joke. No, but it's it's not too dissimilar to that. You know kind of the head turns um hand, <laughs> hands are in the air pint the pint is put down on the table slowly uh, and deliberately slow, do, do, do. oh man that is it do you know yeah. that the village people once sued a newspaper for describing them as is this, sorry uh, is this a joke is this no, a joke no, no. It's okay because okay. you, you are sick this does sound like a this, oh okay, i'm sorry but the village yeah, people yeah. did sue a newspaper for <laughs> writing an article which uh, they described them as um, a gay icon. Oh, okay. And they were like, "We're we're just a band. We're not we're not like a gay icon. We don't right. we don't we don't like ident- we don't uh, our music is not intended to be as such a thing." And I yeah. and I read that and I went, "What? <laughs> Are you kidding?" <laughs> I don't understand that as well because again, you know, like look now it look nowadays who 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 are who are like the major. 
um you know i, I guess like promoters of lg like lady gaga lady gaga yeah, yeah, yeah. leans so much into the lgbtq community yeah, and yeah. like and like uses that why 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 do they hate that who else does that did whitney houston whitney was a big lgbtq kind of i know because this is the thing crowd. because i read the article and it was absolutely not like was it whitney uh, houston it wasn't whitney houston yeah she would have done yeah probably no, who um, am i thinking of celine dion barbara streisand maybe. barbara streisand no, it wouldn't mean Barbara Streisand. Who was the... Anyway, yeah, keep going. I'll, I'll come Liza on. I'll Man- just say Liza Minnelli. Liza, they... <laughs> Fuck. Oh, Liza Minnelli. Love, love the... <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Couldn't, um, I couldn't tell you a song by Liza Minnelli. Neither could I. No. But you, you, everyone knows. Okay. Fine. But, but everyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> no, but... Yeah, the article wasn't, like, disparaging in any way. There was no, like, uh, tone of assumption behind that statement at all. It was just, like... Yeah, whatever. And they were like, no, 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 it's bullshit. Oh, I see. Uh, Interesting. So yeah, yeah, you yeah. think they doth protest too much, Alex? Is that what you're trying to say? I do doth think that, yes. Oh, you doth think that. I, I do doth in the izzle. Very good. Very good. <laughs> um, I was going to give you another fact, but I feel like we, we, we should jump on into it. Maddie's having to do her um, in the UK. Oh, Maddie, uh, there is a there is a topic of conversation here about the UK citizenship test, oh. which Maddie's studying for right now. Really, uh, I can give you two minutes actually on it if you want. Should we do that quickly? Yeah, Sorry, just why, when not? You said, why not? So the reason being that the reason the segue is is because uh, William Shakespeare was a small uh, part of studying today. That's something that ah. you've got to know about. Oh, um, I see. Oh, and oh, yeah. she was telling me all the words that that Shakespeare invented or or in some way um, discovered, and some famous some famous quotes uh, from from Shakespeare, such as "We think he doth." I don't know, protest doth protest too much. Yeah, that's the, the one. lady. The, something about a lady. No, it's 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 a bit of a randy quote from memory. Uh, oh, right, okay. A bit of a randy. I fucking love being able to use the word randy instead of horny. Um, it's a good word, isn't it? It's, it's a great word. Shakespeare didn't come up with randy. Um, no, he didn't. No, that was in fact Stan Marsh's dad. Uh, I'm just trying to think who, what else he said. What, what a to be or not to be, Alex? Yeah, that is the question. That, that is the question. Yeah. What one's that from? From. Uh, that that be Hamlet. There you go. Very yeah. good. Yes. Yeah. Um, these aren't the droids you're looking for. That was one. Oh, uh, Blue Harvest. <laughs> that was Blue Harvest. <laughs> yeah, that was one of his. Uh, I'm just trying to think um, anymore. Uh, I did not hit her. I did not. It's bullshit. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> the room. That was the room. Yeah. yeah again, yeah. but originally by oh uh, William Shakespeare. William yeah, Shakespeare, yeah. who Absolutely. originally who wrote the original screenplay of the Absolutely. room before Tommy Weezoo. Uh, is it Weezu? Wizu? Yeah, my my God, though, mate, it is it is bananas. We're learning about Henry the Eighth and the Six Wives. Um, eight, eight. Henry the Eighth and Six. Oh no, wives? it's six. No, it's yeah. six. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. I, I thought the same thing too. I was saying, I, the, and the the way I got to the right answer was thinking because there's a musical about it and it's called Six. Yeah, and that's how I got that. Very answer. good. <laughs> well, you've got Anne Boleyn, you've got Jane yeah. Seymour, some Catherines in there. Look at Apparently, me. it's a great show. Actually, my sisters went to see it last year. They said it was fab. Okay. Maybe we should uh, maybe we should get ourselves out there to see it. Possibly. Um, but uh, possibly, possibly, maybe. Possibly. Possibly. I'm going maybe. to see Back Back to the Future soon. Oh, is that a musical, is it? Yeah, it's a musical. Who did the music for it? Someone? Uh, it's a human, I'd imagine. Alan Silvestri, I think. No, no, but for the for the fucking... For the musical. Musical, yeah. Well, they've got all the same songs that they have in the in the movie. Oh, so Huey and Huey Lewis and all of the news did it. Yes, Possibly. that's right. Well, I so, mean, at least one of those songs, We've yeah. got Back, Back in Time um, and The Power of Love, yeah. originally by... Um, 
The Power of Love. That would have been a very different film, wouldn't it? Very Who did different. that one originally? Frankie Goes to Hollywood? No idea. That was Frankie Goes to Hollywood, surely. Haven't a clue. We've um we've made it all the way through everything from Warm Water to Frankie Goes to Hollywood, the oh, A to fantastic. Z of conversation intros. Oh. Um stopping once for uh, a little <laughs> a little bit of on the border um a risky chat because thoroughly out of our depth when it comes to lgbtq uh, a little bit on henry the eighth i think we did everything oh, there we did. Did, and, yeah. and shakespeare as well that's nice yeah and in a relatively um, concise manner which is uh, a, a rarity for us because we well, tend to kind of ramble a little bit we, we do i was listening to last week so and i was enjoying the the chat line stuff we've got to do that again the whole negging conversation do we? Yeah, do no, we? no, do no, 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 not now, but we need right. to go out and do it again. No, go actually um, go out and do it for real, not just chat about it on the podcast. No, just, yeah. like, when are we going to go just, out and neg when, when, are we, when are we going to go out and just ruin someone's night a little bit? Maybe not the whole night, just Jesus. half of the night. Because um, they'll, they'll turn, <laughs> ten, they'll turn ten around. Minutes. Ten, ten minutes. Ten minutes. When are we going to no, go and no ruin more. someone's ten minutes? <laughs> Fucking hell! I feel like that is like, like I feel like that is that is my mo. I'm I'm the human who works, and I just ruin all my other um, colleagues' lives by ten minutes by conversing with them. Great. That is just that is my uh, that's my the thing that I want to be known as. The, they see you the, walking the, over. They, they they they've got a clock and they go, right, here yeah, we go. They do, yeah, ruined. They do. I I you know I. I <laughs> I remember once calling. I, we need to get over this, but I remember once calling a, an employee, and uh, she, she, I think so. Typically, there was there used to be like a little like when we transitioned, we used Teams now, Microsoft Teams, and we were originally on Skype. And and when you answer the phone on Skype, there's a few minutes before the call actually makes a connection. So yeah, there's sure. like a minute where you're in. And then it's like, it says you're connected, but you're not. And then you start talking. And this, this colleague, she, I called, I called her and, um, and we transitioned to, uh, to teams that doesn't have that. And so I heard her just go, oh, hey, Callum. <laughs> it made me laugh so much. I respect that so much though. Just oh god! I wish this guy just, would. I wish I wish this guy would just. I wish this guy, this guy, this this guy this would just. This, this fucking guy. Oh hey, Cal. <laughs> she kind of like forward rolled into the high Callum. It was wonderful. Uh, <laughs> it was just so good. I loved it. So much. I bet you. I bet you loved it though. Oh, really. I, I kind of. I did laugh. Um, oh, she really doesn't like me. <laughs> did you let did you let her know that like that happened? I, I did he know. just or did he just like oh, okay no I, I I kind of I laughed at it because all right I don't know I'm sure she worked out whatever <laughs> uh, she really hates me it's so funny um a lot of people do right I'm not okay. liked in the office oh brilliant <laughs> I'm glad I don't work with you <laughs> a piece of shit um <laughs> anyway we have <laughs> we are not um. All of those things, a podcast. <laughs> but I'm sure there's, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a podcast. In there. We're not, we're, we're not the asshole of the workplace podcast. We're not. We're not. I got a fucking sore eye now. Jesus, God, this is going so well. My eyes. So, uh, we are of course a music and a movies podcast, and each week we're going to be talking to you about some of the latest blockbusters being released onto streaming. They're still a blockbuster if they're on a streaming service, right? Yeah. Straight to streaming? Well, I reckon, They're still yes, bl- there are busting blo- the blocks, aren't they? Uh, what, what does that mean? What does that mean, a blockbuster? That's a really good question. What is it busting? 
Fucking hell. I actually, yeah, I do actually think it's to do with... life? I, I think it is to do with, like, ticket sales and bums and seats and things like that. Okay. So, I, so actually, I think by definition, if it's only on streaming, it probably can't be a blockbuster by definition. Okay. But also, well, and another, but also, if we're talking about, like, you know, blockbusters tend to be certain genres and things like that, I wouldn't describe this movie as a blockbuster. Would you not? No, I don't think so. I, I Well, I mean, I think this would have been... Uh, I think if we, in, in lieu of having... Uh, in lieu of having a um a, what's it called um like a like a streaming service and stuff, this would have went straight to this would have, this would have went straight to to the movies. This would this would be number one in the in the red carpet era. Um, I have actually found so the term was actually first coined by publicists who drew on readers' familiarity with the blockbuster bombs, drawing uh, an, an an analogy with the bomb's huge impact. Oh mm. right, okay. Quite so a it, so quite is a it like timely because a... technically there was some blockbusters dropped in this movie. So so was it? Uh, is it is it to describe more of like a cultural phenomenon type thing, like a pop culture? I think so. A like Booker film type thing. A Booker film that is very successful. Right, I there see. You go. Okay, it's in the the Cambridge English Dictionary. Um, right, I, yeah. the I wouldn't, English I wouldn't Dictionary. describe this movie as that. Mm, yeah, um, but. I mean, so so, and you know, talking about books, I remember. So I, I I actually haven't read the book. I'll be honest, but I do. I'm very familiar with the book. Um, I've listened to a few podcasts about this story. Um, but this, yeah, of course, this is the the greatest beer run ever. Oh, fantastic! Um, I'm so and, glad we got there. We did. Get, we got there. We, well, we, it's, we but it's in the quite. title. They would have. No, I know, but seen, it's for me. I'm known. not actually thinking about the. You don't know what you're talking about. I get. Fine. I get just a little bit antsy when we just yeah. start talking about something and we haven't just you know titled it uh, in the conversation okay, like you know okay. just humor me humor me no worries no worries no worries uh well my fucking eyes kill me so um i think i'm cutting it stop <laughs> rubbing it oh, i know I, I know i know i know they always say this alex did you know about this story until i sort of told you about this uh, were you familiar absolutely with not this? Abs- no. absolutely you- not and i kind of love that actually yeah yeah so, as i said I- i'd never i only heard about it through podcasts and stuff and um what a fucking story it is oh amazing story what what an amazing story and also quite um you know a relatively poignant one with everything that's going on in the world right now and yep. and and war uh, as such but but also i I think this movie, you know, th- th- this is there's been a long time coming. They've been wanting to because this is ripe for a movie. This sort of story. Uh, yeah, I'm but, I'm genuinely so surprised it's not been made before. Well, but this is and this is the thing that this is my thought on it is um is the thing that this thing it, it, look okay look, look should we should we should we should we just get into it because what you you what did you think about the movie? I really really liked it. I really yeah. liked it. I think it hit right when I was the conditions of me watching it which was to be fair late last night yeah after watching um the latest episode of rings of power yeah and after everyone everyone else had gone to bed oh did you not watch it with ilham no because we wanted to watch uh rings of power and mm. katie's staying with us as well so mm. we were watching that together and then it was quite mm. late and so they decided to go to bed and i was like right i'm gonna watch I'm gonna watch this thing, but I did show him the trailer, and she was really interested in watching it. So yeah, my, I thought she would. I think. Again. I think knowing the full film, I think she would probably find it quite interesting. I think she would as well. Actually, yeah, it's quite. Like, yeah. So so yeah, maybe 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 we could have left Rings of Power to another <laughs> night. But I had a mate who'd 
who'd who'd already seen it and he was itching to like talk to me about it and i was like oh, okay, fine. Uh, i need to get to watch didn't watch you this a, didn't know you had another bloody me oh i'm sorry so i did not tell you well usually i run these things past you would have appreciated it they had the heads up so, right, uh, yeah. so the um the thing, the thing with this, st- I, 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 so I loved it. I thought it was a great film. I'd highly, highly recommend it to anyone um, to watch, and I would probably watch it again. Actually, um, right? Okay. Not, not in a rush because I know no, that's, the, yeah. that's the the two questions I ask you is, you know, would you recommend it and would you watch it again? I, straight to you now. What well, you yes, y- yes, and yes, yes, yeah. and yes, and I actually right. think it was very. I would recommend it to literally everybody. Yeah. Because yeah. I think actually it's not. Hmm. Trying to say this so it doesn't sound like an insult because it does because it's not meant to be a criticism. It's not that challenging a watch. No. It's it's not that challenging a watch at all. It's very it's quite comfortable, even though well, and it, this is... <sighs> even though even though it deals with um challenging ideas and the challenging yeah. ideas are basically the mission statement of the of, of this movie the the actual beer run is fairly secondary to be honest it's more well, about yeah cha- challenging um opinions and defining patriotism and you know all those sorts of things things that go hand in hand all the time with vietnam movies i but, i i i I have to, I mean, I have to bake in, like, I've got, I've got a few things that I, it's made me really think about this movie. And I initially didn't, I had, also, I had really high expectations of this movie. You did, you were, you were so gassed for this movie. Very. And I feel a touch let down. Like, I feel like it didn't 100% meet your mind. I, I still loved it. But I've got some, I've got some thoughts. And I think ultimately, the bottom, the bottom line of this is, this is one of the most incredible stories. Like this is just an incredible, the fact that this is incredible a true story. story. Is it, it, mad. It's it's mad. Now, if I talk about the narrative, right? So the narrative of this story, I think it wasn't done in the best way it could have been. So let me try and let me try and profile that. Right? What are what are we learning about here? What are we doing? Is this this is a this this is a story that started as somebody's first hand account of taking beer out to his 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 fellow soldiers and or right. his fellow his okay. fellow countrymen out and so in did it. he write about the experience so, so this is this is a full biography from chicky donahue that the original chicky donahue wrote about this following okay so this wasn't a case of uh like producer getting in touch with chicky and like him telling his story well, he, and had this a- is- he had actually had the agency to tell exactly, his story in the first place exactly and I, and okay. I th- and i and i think that's a really really important thing to to bear in mind right so let you know and, and let me just try and like try and try and flavor that a little bit so th- because because the strongest aspect of this entire movie is the story itself and how honest it is and the movie is very honest to the book you know it's ve- all the points within the book to my understanding of the book are met within the story yeah but i think they they could have leaned on the story aspects better because the 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 best thing about this is when you're told the story. If you if if someone tells you the story, i.e., if Chicky tells you his account of this story, is how you read the book. And how yeah. I had it was somebody else reading me, someone else reading the story. That's how it was. But that's not what happened in the movie. What happened in the movie is we saw the events unfold. Right. And I don't think that's as good as having the story told to you. Do you, okay. do you know? Do you see what I'm trying to say? So. Uh, so do you think there's a version of this movie, let's say 
Chickies in a bar back in New York and he's recounting yep. Yep. his adventures yep. and you're watching it in yep. the tense of like flashbacks yep. and such. I, okay, I, I can see that. I I think this movie needed to lean more into the aspect that it was a story. Like this is one of the greatest stories ever. So 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 tell it as a story. Do you know what do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and, yeah, and, I yeah. Think, and I think that was my first criticism to a lot of this movie because I felt that it you you were it was a little bit ambiguous consistently because it was very cl- like and, and I don't know maybe if this this was it was designed if, if what was being done the script writers were trying to take the story and and make you move from a patriotic viewpoint to this is ridiculous but because i do like how they ended it that you know how they finished the movie you know particularly that phrase i think that's such an amazing phrase between and again spoilers for the end when he's back in the bar and he's with uh, the colonel um who again in the book is a really poignant character you know bill murray playing um the the colonel was a very you know who's the one who basically like instigated him to go um but when he said, you know, in World War II, this is different to World War II. Um, you know, I, I don't think we're, what was it? I don't think we're the good guys in this one. What, what was it no, he specifically said? I don't, was, I don't think we're saving, we're the, saving world the world this time. I fucking love that yeah, quote. Yeah, yeah. I, it's I, brilliant. It's, it's a perfect quote, actually. It, it, it is, it is just, it. it's per, I don't think, you know, we were over there and we were saving the world. Because, you know, it was a case of who are the Nazis this time? Who are the Nazis? Yeah. And we're, you know, I don't think we're saving the world. And, and I think that does two things. It, it elevates world war ii and the 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 conditions the conditions around that yeah but it really it really scrutinizes the justification and and puts the justification of why the americans are in vietnam in the first place to bed and i think i think that as i say that that isn't that is a really that is a really really great story point um you know of having of having the, the the story being told to you so like as an example right when he lands first, he, fa- he lands off, I don't know if it's Halong Bay or if he lands just off Saigon. I, I, well, it would be Ho Chi Minh now. So Saigon. And he gets on and he meets the MPs. Yeah. And the, the military police are like, that's the dude over there. Again, that is a full account of, that is word for word what happens in the book. How him just instantly stumbling into one of them. Right. But the, the impact of what happens in that sequence, I felt the comedy of that and the timing could have been leaned into a bit more. Right. Um. And also, I think some of the some of the stuff around, you know, the, the, they they miss out a whole chunk of the book when he's on the boat because the boat some really funny stuff that happens there. Okay. Um, but also, the, I, the I whole... was quite surprised actually that like one that he he got on the boat in the way that he did, like and that. Yeah. Oh, Jeff, you got any boats? He's like, yeah, I've got that. Oh, are they looking for this particular the, the crew, greaser? Crew, yeah, yeah. Crew member? Yeah, they are. Oh, right. So okay. well, off well, I go, and then literally, literally the next scene. Is he's, him, in, he's in he's in Vietnam. I was like, oh, surely there's more. I mean, I didn't yeah, know. The, I didn't the, know that there was more. That no, there was there anything is. to tell with the dirt journey. And I and, and I think I sort of assumed that the fact that he just turned up meant that there wasn't much more to the journey. And I think you could have fit it in because it's it's not a long movie. It's like just shy of two hours. Yeah. No, you're right. So there is there is a fair bit to that story. Um, there's but also it they made it out as if again like they they make it out as if it was really difficult to get on board a boat and stuff. But apparently that was a very common role a greaser and he's from a also because Chicky was a merchant sailor. Which yeah. They, yeah. They, they you know they do tie they do bring that in. Um, that's why one of the reasons why he was able to get in there so quickly. Um, but but I just think that. I, I think that I would have preferred, as I said, more of a Forrest Gump-esque kind of story or kind right. of like, because because that would have made the funny moments funnier 
And it actually would have made like I, I I think we missed because especially in the in the last third of the film or the the closing act or the, you know the final the final forty minutes, there were so many so many scenes of Zac Efron just staring off into the distance. You know what I mean? Really just mulling over everything you, he yeah, yeah. saw. But I, in some ways, it was very difficult to relate to him because you haven't been through what he's going through. Like he's going through a massive change in his perspective yeah. and also what he's seeing. And I just think that I think as an audience member, I would have liked to have heard more about what he's thinking about and actually allowed us to go on that journey with him because you watch him go on that journey. You you don't you're not really part of it. And well, so I, I was think actually he... about to I was actually about to say the exact opposite of that actually. I I kind of I I was just kind of thinking as you were talking that if if you were he if the movie was him recounting his story having already gone through his you know sort of change of perspective um then it would have been biased from the start etc then, then made... possibly and i think there, there would have been ways to get around that like i do yeah. actually think that this uh whole the, the this flashback structure is a good idea uh actually but i think looking back at the movie as it exists now i did actually appreciate what um watching him and going along with him and him experiencing in real time his change of perspective yeah and i think yeah. and i think that was communicated in in this movie quite effectively you did see him experience and you did see him uh see the war for what it was and you did yeah. see him have his perspective changed in in the real time of the movie i don't think it failed in that regard i think i, I don't know i i just think that he um well so so there's there's another point about it because i think that the they i don't know whether they the movie decides on if it's going if it's trying to make light of the comedy aspect of him he's just delivering beers or if they if they go no it's a fucking stupid idea why the fuck would you do do you know what i mean like i i, I watch that i get so that the and again it's it's down to the fact that the film is called and the story is called the greatest beer run ever yeah you know and and i think that that in some way glorifies his actions, but you watch it and half the movie is like, this is fucking hilarious. You know, when he's hiding under the tarp and shit like this. Yeah. yeah. But then it, and I, and I, I don't know if it's instantly trying to do this, but it's, it's like having sweet and spicy just crash into each other. Do you know what I mean? You've got this funny comedy moment of them having beers and all this sort of stuff. And then you've got like, like instant, like what the, you know, like he's trying to nearly killed his friend trying to do this. Well, and I was going to ask actually, cause you've obviously got a more intimate knowledge of um, the, the, the subject matter of this. Did that happen? Did he, at LZ, at LZ, at Jane. LZ Jane, did yeah. he um, say to the commanding officer, I want to see this guy. And, that guy had to basically run through um fire run 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 through gunfire to get to that hut because that's the bit where i questioned in the movie where i was like you're a fucking moron well that's it how do you not how 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 do you not get that that's the that that's the situation because every other bit every other bit where you had where you where you had other characters on screen going how what what the fuck are you doing here this is mental um all of that you 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 see the the intention behind it and you're like and and his kind of goodwill and his heart and you yeah. get that but then but it was just in that particular moment in no other part of the movie but in that particular moment i, I was like what on 
earth is your problem well and this is it and I, and i think up until that point you're you're almost taken by the comedy of it and the it almost like breaks its neck the movie twists so violently you know because following that so so i mean to answer your question yes that that is what happened oh that has happened he did yeah and and i think it was and i think it was a really long tree line that he had to run or a ridge line that he had to run across um between two headquarters because they were making they're making a big move i mean like some some thoughts just just going through because again even before he goes out there the whole point of people giving him money and tokens and stuff to take out there like you know it's going to set us up but then when people are there and they receive him some of them are like delighted to see him but some of them are like really fucking pissed off that he's there um yeah and I'm, the movie certainly takes a turn there so like a part that always i thought was very funny um and that i don't i don't think this bit is in the book but a part that i always think so what what is in the book is the fact that consistently everyone thinks he's cia like that is that right. is a part that i love that through so do i i think it's excellent and and i think throughout the book you know he 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 starts to lean into that quite a lot um the whole you know oh i'm just delivering some dudes some beers like that is that that's like code um yeah yeah, yeah. And, yeah and and that's what they think but the the sequence when he actually meets the cia and it's very clearly like a cia dude and they like the one where yeah. they throw the dude out the helicopter and stuff like it's it's that whole stuff where you're just like yeah this this is really taking and it, and it and it bitters the beer almost so much doesn't it it kind of oh, very it makes good the, it makes the whole thing just a little bit um yeah not not, not particularly great the, the, my other my other criticism to this film and I think I, Maddie and I were chatting about this one. Is I think that you, so for 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 me, how I had this story told to me was Chicky is in the bar in New York with the Colonel, okay, and there's one or two guys, or maybe one other guy who's there with him, but all but Chicky is the last guy in town. Like Chicky, you know, all of his friends have left him to fight. They've all gone away, and Chicky's all on his own because he was too old to enlist. So he's twenty six. Apparently, he's right. too old to enlist. Okay, and, and that wasn't made clear in the movie. I know, I know, and and I think this was a concern that I had was that he had this band of friends back home that he was very tight with, and then he was going out to see all these people out there who, and you, you maybe apart from. Um, tommy when you know when tommy died you saw a bit of flashbacks of that you didn't again another true part and really sad you know what happens and you know at the end when he speaks to tommy's mom but but i think what the film should have done was it should have got rid of all the characters back home in in new york got rid of all those male you know the male friends that he has and actually replaced that camaraderie with flashbacks of him growing up with the guys that he's delivering the beers to right okay because Because the because the movie doesn't really sell the fact that those are his yeah close mates exactly the the movie basically says it's his drinking buddies that are the close mates and the guys that he's delivering beer to are just guys from the neighborhood. guys from the neighborhood right. whereas what i would have liked and they are just dudes from the neighborhood who maybe chicky didn't know if, i mean he knew them all but i would yeah. have liked to have seen before you know like almost more i'm a big fan of like visually telling some of these stories as well you know show it don't tell you know show show us the map because again when you see the distances that he was able to travel and you see the li- like the, the book's got the list of the six people yeah. that he's delivering beers to and how he doesn't get them to all you know score 
drawing them out. You know, show us taking him. You know, first guy was it Duggan? You know, show show a flashback of Chicky and Duggan growing up together in high school or doing something fun and then sharing yeah, yeah, a mo- yeah. memory. Then show us getting to Vietnam, how he has to get to to Duggan, and scoring off his list, and then go. Do you know what I mean? And just and yeah, just because like uh, lean into the relationship that Chick and how important he is with these guys. Yeah, because frankly, about- because frankly, what happens in the movie? Um, is he, he turns up and he finds the guy with a New York accent. Yeah, yeah, and, and, that, you're like, and that's the, and that's the lynch, but and that's the connection. You're like, oh, yeah. they've, they've got they've got the same New New York accent. And and I just and I think it's those two parts let it down for me. I would have loved to have seen it more of a story being told to me as opposed to events unfolding. And I would have loved to have them. I would love the story makers to have embellished like the book does. The book really embellishes the relationship he has with those, with those, those guys. Right. Um, anyway, so but like, apart that from that, fantastic. <laughs> apart from that, fantastic. Yeah. Um, and, and, and like, I love some of the, you know, all, all the stuff about the CIA. So we were chatting around, you know, like you got no papers, no orders. Nobody tells me nothing when you guys arrive. You know, yeah, it's kind yeah, of like yeah, the, yeah. the hot fuzz. Yeah. But fucking that bit. Because again, Chicky gets given a gun. Um, and like he, you know, he he does have to, he does have to like fight with, at some point, apparently he does have to like fire guns and stuff. And they give him blanks at one point in the book. It's, it's hilarious. But you know, the kind of, where did you serve Massachusetts? Give me that. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, fucking, no, I'm I, having that. Yeah, give me that. that. I thought it was so great. Um, but no, no, it was really great. Uh, th- I guess the last bit of the story it's probably worth talking about is the Tet Offensive and seeing the Tet Offensive play out. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, the Tet Offensive being that v- a very, very famous and a, a poignant time in the war where I think as well, Lyndon, Lyndon B. Johnson, um, Lyndon B. sending people over to Vietnam more like him, all right? Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, he's, uh, you know, this is where public opinion in the US turned because the Tet Offensive was a failed coup in Saigon uh, during the sort of, I guess, the, the latter stages right. of the war where um, a series of, of the Viet Cong descended upon Vietnam, um, killing and, and, and burning a lot of the city, but actually causing a lot more superficial damage than structural damage or real damage to the streets. A lot of people were tipped off that it was coming because it was during New Year. Um, yeah. And so, you know, they went in under cover of fireworks and stuff, but actually a lot of people knew it was happening. And, and, and again, the artificial, and they kind of talk about this, the artificial... Um, almost overhaul of the u.s embassy now they did overhaul the u.s embassy but even in the film at the end when we had you know you were seeing the press angle and stuff about the small hole in the wall they were saying oh they all came in through that hole and you were like really um it being a very much a propaganda play for the u.s and you know momentum shifted with people starting to really kind of get on side because a lot of people were not on side with the war but actually that is when Chicky did a flip. You know, Chicky kind of was on board with the war before then, but actually yeah. having seen it, he did the opposite to what the, a lot of the American people were doing. Um, so yeah, cause back, cause back home, there was a huge surge in support for the troops following yeah. the Tet Offensive, uh, which, I, yeah, which is really clever how they mirrored that with, with Chicky's perspective. But um, yeah, fucking nuts, eh? Yeah. Like, absolutely wild, all that stuff. What did you think of Russell Russell Crowe? I was literally about to ask you that exact same question. Yeah. Uh, I really liked, I really liked him in this. Yeah. I really liked him in this. I really liked the, I really liked the character. And yeah. again, I think I would ask, uh, is that real? Is that yep, story real? I, I, he was, um, yeah, kind oh, of, yeah. Uh, he followed around a war, war for, uh, correspondent. Yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah. To- to- totally real. Cool. Um, I mean, uh, that, I mean, great. I, I liked that 
I liked the message that the presence of him brought to the movie. Yeah. It felt it, it felt somewhat political. Yeah. Even yeah. if it even if it was completely true and everything about the yeah. no, this is why truth is important and this is yeah. why this is supporting the troops and it's not um demoralizing the troops or is not intended to uh, demoralize the troops and i and i couldn't tell if it was sort of um making a statement about you know real world events oh it's totally that, you know, that were yeah. that were that were going through at the moment but also the fact that that was very much the conversation yeah. of vietnam definitely after the fact as well like you know just the senseless loss of life and the idea you know he said he mentioned a couple of times you know sending more troops to die to justify the troops that were already dead yeah is not support yeah 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 it's it's nuts and it's it's a really interesting point you make especially on the news and the perspective that the news takes for this stuff because again like i'm and i'm I'm obviously like you following closely everything that's happening in eastern europe and what's really interesting about this is i've started to notice quite a lot of you know if i'm watching news online or i'm watching you know videos that have been constructed stuff because i like i like watching you know, videos that 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 take recent history into account and and give a few more perspectives. You know, you yeah. Vice as an example, hundred yeah, as, as one, but there's hundreds of millions of media outlets. There's a couple that I, I follow through LinkedIn that are really great. But they've 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 now I see a lot of the comments being like, "This is the news perspective from BBC and CNN." Yeah, and even some news stories, uh, some some actual you know very much Western media are saying this is all this is information all taken from these sources yeah yeah. do you you know what i mean and i think the divide in especially in war correspondence the the news and the power of the press is just as powerful you know the power and and i think they they demonstrated that quite effectively that a camera is almost as powerful as as a as a machine gun yeah and and trying to show coats and and chicky you know going around with it he says put this around your neck no one you know people will let you through yeah. because it is it's it's a it's a fucking powerful weapon a camera in that yeah. perspective and you know again you know with, with everything that's going on right now it's, it's exactly the same um yeah a lot of parallels a lot of parallels so okay look should we talk about the music because yes definitely because again I've... we were too late to our mission statement <laughs> yeah we are we are uh we are are very what did you what did you think um about this because we had a kind of a mix of soundtracks um and and score here and and i and i must admit i wasn't overly familiar with a lot of the the sort of soundtracks so well, we had like some soul fingers cherry oh go on sorry what yeah say? well first of all i can't say that i was that grabbed by the score mm to be honest, in that but I've I, got literally nothing to say about it, frankly. Uh, I, I've got a few things to say. I mean, I I, I think the re- there's a reason why you weren't that grabbed. It's because so it was it was it was basically just a piano score. Yeah. Um. You know, I so and it, it, it was largely you know a lot composed by Dave Palmer. So Dave, you know, did, hasn't really done a huge huge amount. Um. I'm just trying to think anything else that you would know that he's composed. Um. Did a wee bit of piano for Red Dead Two. Um. Cool. Thirty Days of Night. I mean, really not a huge not a huge amount. Um. But uh, you know, American um American composer. But but what what I found quite interesting was it was basically just a piano 
Um, yeah. And that was it. And I think that emphasized how lonely Chicky probably was. Because even though he was around a lot of people, it was probably a very, very lonely time Yeah. Um, for him. And I think that there's some really beautiful pieces of music that play throughout there. And actually, specifically near the latter half of the of the movie, um, there's, again, there's some, some beautiful just sort of tracks you know you get quite a lot of at the point where he's driving to the ammo dump the piano's playing in a very kind of like pentatonic fashion and it never it didn't play that like as the as the the piano pieces it starts very western and very kind of like beautiful and and kind of you know crum, uh, um, um mainly kind of like samey samey what's what's the perfect cadency kind of yeah, yeah. piano keys but as it gets on the, the piano gets a little bit more mystic and a little bit more confused and certainly a lot of pentatonic Asian sort of influences come into it. Okay. Um, which I thought was a really, I was trying to kind of like track that and I wondered if that was done intentionally. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Oh, so, disappointed I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I guess you had to really lean into it. But, but I also thought the soundtrack was really great. And, well, and I liked the soundtrack as well. And actually what I liked about it is that it was not vietnam era yeah, it wasn't all. you're right it didn't it wasn't it wasn't genreified at all i think there was a a subtle arrangement at the end of john lennon's um imagine all the people imagine uh-huh. yeah yeah uh, i and that was about as close to um you know that's st- the stereotype the, the yeah. tropes as, as i could get but we didn't get you know the song that everybody plays when when the Vietnam era helicopters are flying, you don't. No, get, and this is the thing. You didn't and I get think the, I was... hey there, what's that sound? You know all that. Yeah, all that. Kind no of Buffalo stuff. Springfield. Exactly. None of that. Sound. None no, of that. And I was really, that. really appreciated that because I know we also got. Wait, was it this year or last year? To Five Bloods. Uh last year. Yeah, last year. So last year's to Five Bloods, which we both loved. I, I, and, yeah, uh, and that was that was very much like uh, a twenty first century take on the Vietnam genre, like yeah. the Europe yeah. apocalypse now, the war war epic, but with a lot of really interesting themes sewn yeah. through it. Sewn through it. This I felt was trying to tell a Vietnam story without falling into that mold. And was, I actually yeah. really appreciated it for it. It was really trying to. Do. I'm I'm just trying to think. So I was I was trying to make tracks of so, like a attack of some of the songs. You had like Soul Finger by the Bar Keys. So that's when he was bringing the beers. That was that when you first introduced to him. You cherish the association when he's ordering beers. Um, there was a really good. So there's a song called Let It Out or, or Let It All Hang Out by the Hombres, and it's a it's a really good. That's when he's heading off to the ship, um, yeah. to Jersey. I, I I really like that one. I'm just trying to think some others. Um, the electric prunes did a couple of I one of songs they were when he was doing the three day permits. Oh, that was when he got off the boat. Actually, I thought that was a really good piece of music. There was a sequence. I think it was just after. I'm trying to think. Yeah, it was. It was the the um, it was the 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 smells of incest in the west coast, and then followed directly by um psych, uh, psychotic reaction by Count Five, which is when he first meets. Like, that's the whole sequence with the, when he's in the helicopter, and then Duggan and Chicky, like when they run away when the enemy's shooting at them. Yeah, and it, and and it, because I think that's when the music 
Like if I those uh, you know you have some you have some really interesting artists at the start there, like and not very well famous. You know, like maybe Johnny Halliday. You get one of the more famous, the Hombres, which you know I've, I've heard a few of theirs. Um, Dave Palmer obviously scores some really piece, nice piece of music, but the music changes when he meets Duggan because you get kind of like it's it's more kind of like as I say, it's more thought provoking. He kind of like less like rolling around the jungle and kind of vietnam s style stuff yeah, yeah, to a yeah. bit more kind of like poignant and a bit more kind of like let's th- let's think about this kind of stuff um there was what i'm trying to think which song it was shifting sands i think was the one when he was like hiding behind the cars and he sees the soldiers running on the street like it's not and jefferson's airplane like some great jefferson's airplane i love jefferson's airplane so much um and they did the song today you know when they go out the next morning after the the, t- the tet offensive yeah yeah um oh, i i just and and I just thought there was some, it was the the soundtrack was very very specifically chosen. Um, yeah. You know, like the the you could tell, and 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 the reason I like that is like it was almost it sounded quite effortless a lot of the yeah, songs. Yeah, it was era it was era appropriate but genre defying. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, but you but you could yeah yeah. Um, I I I think it this this. The soundtrack and the score were subtle. They were the minimum yep. viable product for what you needed. Kind of. What it felt. What it felt like to me was like, what if you were making this movie, um, at the time, but in like a twenty first century style. What what pieces of music would you choose mm. of the of the era mm. for that? For that time. Well, I... I mean, my thought with the score and the soundtrack, I think I can connect them to my thoughts on the narrative, which is... I think this is... Um, so the narrative is the story is just being told to you and you're watching it and it's being put in front of you. And I think the score and the soundtrack, as I said, are the minimum viable product that represent that. But right. if you but if you flip this story and you put this story as in Chicky's telling you the story and you're having this told to you and the amazing and his thoughts and his reactions and stuff and then you're seeing it on screen in a really in a bit more of like a kind of I guess like a, a like a juicier way, I would have expected a far grand more grandiose score right. rather than okay. just a single piano. Yeah. And I and I would have liked to have maybe had a bit more familiarity. As I said. One of the only songs that I was really familiar with was the Jefferson's Airplane one, because before that, I didn't really recognize anything. So I guess what I'm trying to say here is I associate the soundtrack and the score very much to the subtlety of the narrative, to which I expected more from the narrative. So I think I would, ex- therefore, by proxy, expect more from the score. Okay, so both uh, so so both aspects were just a little bit smaller than maybe w- you were, yeah. you were, you were uh, expecting. Exactly, but right. I but but in the same way that you know when you go to like a really beautiful restaurant and you get a small portion of a meal and yeah. it was delicious and you go oh I, I want more from was I left wanting more I don't know if I was left wanting more and it was done deliberately or it was as I as I keep repeating this was just a minimum viable to get it over the line right and I don't know what do you think <sighs> I I think the I think the tone and the approach of both the storytelling and the music was appropriate for what they were trying to do. As yes, I said, it yes. wasn't particularly challenging. I don't think there are any audience uh, audiences who would be particularly challenged watching this this movie. 
and some may just some may say that that makes this like safe yeah and kind of middle of the road but i actually think the way it handled its subject matter um it, it didn't shy away from the point it was trying to make yeah. which was you know the filmmakers or chickies um uh perception of war or the changing perception mm. of war i think it didn't shy away from that but it did it in a in not a jarring and in not a challenging way. And I think it was done deliberately. And so I think because of that, I don't think it was... I don't think there was a misstep there. I think it was no. deliberate, and I think I appreciate it for it. I think I appreciated sitting down and watching an easy movie that presented an opinion. Yeah. But it, but it wasn't a contra. It, it, I I think you watch the movie at the start, I, you know, and you're and he's got his opinions of you know patriotism and all this sort of stuff there. But at no point do you hit the conclusion he comes to at the end is the conclusion that you as a as a filmmaker as as a viewer always was in because obviously you know in hindsight hindsight's a great thing. You watch a story of Vietnam, largely the consensus is you know having looked back at the war and reflecting, it was it was an unnecessary war that didn't need to happen. Yeah, and and so there is just a round they they just use a roundabout way of telling that story and also like to what end do you know what i mean to what end did this uh, it, it's cha- it, what it, I, I don't learn anything i'm not ch- to your point the reason why you say it's 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 easy is because i'm not i'm not watching this and i'm going away and going oh it's made me rethink about you know do you know what i mean like it's not it's it's it, you're watching somebody else learn something that is very clear to everyone watching all the way through so do you know what i mean at no we, point yeah we, you... we have a we have a well like a well lesson a, a lesson well learnt culturally from yeah. from from vietnam i mean there are obviously i mean there are countries at war right now in 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 europe which is disgusting and and ridiculous so you can argue that lessons yeah. globally haven't been learnt but but the conversation of the justification of Vietnam has been out there for a very, very long time. And so we are very acutely aware culturally of the, the two arguments and largely by now we've all landed on the same, same conclusion. So I get what you mean that like, as far as those things are concerned, we're already on board with that. We're just waiting for Chicky to catch up. Well, exactly. And I felt that that was a bit, and there was a, there was a line that, that one of the, one of his friends at the end said, that like it kind of was it was a bit of a shit line he was like oh are we you know how how are our dudes over there doing are they are they kicking ass and taking names and i'm like <sighs> like i just i just i i think this is yeah. a really like do you know what i mean it was like, a bit I of a think... heavy-handed yeah, um, it... line to um to base to basically say oh aren't, aren't you know aren't these guys deluded type but, uh, thing. but but like it's 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 it, even as a filmmaker, I didn't like that line or, or like as a viewer, knowing that someone wrote that in because they're like, so were you paying attention, viewers? These guys really like the war and Chicky's now got a different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I just yeah, felt yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, like yeah, yeah. fucking hell. Like, uh, yeah. So, uh, but, but again, all roads, in my opinion, lead back to the fact that this is a great story. So tell the story. Don't yeah. show us it. And, and that solves everything. So I think 
what I'm trying to say in a roundabout way is... Is tell, don't show. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but I think it's a one... I think it's a one thumb up because I expected... more. Maybe my ah. expectations were too high. I don't know. I don't know. You, were very, you were very pumped for this movie, it has yeah. been said. I'm giving it two. I'm giving it two. I really, really enjoyed it. Which isn't to say that I don't agree with any of the criticisms that um, no, no. we've discussed today, but like... Is that the score and the soundtrack you're giving? You, you generally thought it was a two thumb up score and score and soundtrack. For I the soundtrack, one... for the soundtrack alone, because I think I I appreciate a soundtrack that is, I, I appreciated this soundtrack for what I said earlier for being yeah, yeah. for being era appropriate but genre defying. Yeah, that's which fair. is a, which is a difficult which I think is a difficult balance to to get. And I think yeah. he did it really quite beautifully, actually. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking i I've got an I've got a film that I think if we've not got anything to talk about next week that I think also does that. Okay. In a really in a really good way. Um, we could talk about it moving forward actually okay. if you want. Um, it's yeah. Before we get to that there. But uh, yeah, no, good. I, I'm I'm happy you like this movie. I'm I'm happy that it's out there. It's great. Um, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Moving forward? Yeah, let's move. Uh, a few things to talk about moving forward. Very Apple TV heavy this week. I know. Um, Who saw that coming? Exactly. The, the the film... Do you want me to tell you what I'm thinking about doing next week? Do we know what we're doing next week? Sorry. I don't think we've decided. We're not decided. Oh, no, wait. I know what it is. Okay. It's Black Adam. Oh, for... <laughs> I was thinking this. I'm like, do I go and see this movie? Or is this the one that I put my foot down for? And I'm, just, I'm really sure I'm putting my foot down for this You're one. putting your foot down for it. Yeah. I, I love it. How, isn't that a funny statement to say? I'm pretty sure I'm putting my foot down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, it seems that's, to be a bit counterintuitive, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Well, well I was you gonna... don't want to see the the um, franchise Viagra that is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. His uh, words, not mine. <laughs> is that what he's actually called it? Yeah, no, he said, um, he said when he was first announced as black adam or everyone knew he was he was he was black adam for like years right. before this but it was like after justice league and all that shit right show. yeah and yeah and he basically said the power dynamic of the dceu is about to change and then he said in an interview that like i'm basically franchise viagra <sighs> here I to hate... revitalize a franchise i mean like I, and I, I really I'm... like the rock but that was a well, bit I like know, oh, but, mate, but like come on but i've i i don't and i've not liked him for quite a while because i think he 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 like he's very he you know he's like that person in class i know some people who like this who like yeah they lean in i'm a, i'm a nice guy and everyone knows me as a nice guy i'm like oh. are you do you know what i mean like oh. I, I i kind of like do you get those vibes from him yeah i really oh. do yeah i really we do. don't like I always, those guys <laughs> i really do and i'm like oh come on mate like and it, like you know like the the, the full humility almost the kind of like ugh. 
maybe oh he's a really great guy and stuff i'm like cool but like surely there's a team of about 20 or 30 people subtly putting that vibe out there online yeah just yeah, to yeah. try you know what i mean through his uh-huh. videos and his thing uh-huh. to make sure no look at this I, we actually we didn't we didn't film it oh no you know he gave he saved all these kittens from a river oh no, no you're right it. no yeah you're absolutely right but then it's a case with that's a case with everyone you can't trust anything like, like yeah, you, yeah exactly yeah, anywhere yeah, these days um shall i reveal what i think we should do then yeah you don't on. have a movie at the end or doing it now no um oh you can say it now whether or not i'll agree I, to it i was <laughs> i was thinking i was thinking uh genre defining what was it you were saying what was it genre defining uh, but but era uh, era appropriate but era genre, appropriate, genre defying defying yeah um i think train spotting is that we've not done train spotting no did we no. do t2 no, we've what? not done either. And both of them, both of them have amazing, uh, amazing soundtracks You're to not them. Wrong like there. some, some of the best soundtrack films ever made. Yeah. Um, and I think if we have nothing else, I think we should give both of them a spin. Maybe, Ooh. maybe one, one each, um, one after the other. And it's also because I'm dropping this in here now. I'm heading up to Edinburgh, um, on oh, Wednesday. Right, I'm not okay. quite sure when I'm going to be able to record again. But we'll cover right, that okay. when we need to. So you're on the maybe. way to Edinburgh, and you thought about the heroin. I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, also, a song, the fucking the Wolf Alice song from the second one came up. My oh, God, that's so, a belter, oh, isn't it? Such Jesus. a fucking good song. Um, anyways, Alex, we are moving forward, and yep. well, we're not moving that far forward because I think we should probably round out some of the Apple TV stuff now. Um, I told you last week I started watching Severance. Was that offline? Was it on yes, here? Yes. No, uh, ooh, I can't remember if it was online or offline, but you did tell me, and I got very Fuck excited yeah, because I have seen it because I because I watched it a wee while ago, and it's so good. What what a I mean I'm I'm probably about halfway through but what a what a like an A list TV series that is yeah, yeah what a yeah. fucking what like I love it because you're trying to work your way out of it do you know what I mean you're trying to think they they've created such a brilliant it kind of is like a little bit series of unfortunate events esque and it's like yeah. portrayal of the situations I I I I ah oh, it makes us like when the next episode we have to put it on and John Turturro is him and christopher walken are hilarious together I, i've just seen the episode spoilers for anyone but they, those two have a really fun like real almost relationship and then they hold hands and i loved yeah, yeah. it so much i yeah. was like oh my god this i never thought the story was gonna take us here yeah but john Taturo is just oh he makes me he's great, so isn't he? he's so great um but but between that and and we we crashed as well as the other one I watched oh, the yeah. Jared Leto one. Oh yeah, and and I and can't bring myself to. No, I just can't. And, I, and I understand why you shouldn't because Anne Hathaway is also a bit of a point like from what I've heard a bit of a poisonous human being like a bit like. Oh really? Oh, yeah, I've heard. Oh, that's I've heard upsetting. She's, I've heard she's a pain in the arse. Oh no! Um, I like I'm sure, Princess I, Diaries. I'm sure. I'm sure she. I've heard she's a bit of a pain. Um, but and of course Jared Leto. I, but I quite like Jared Leto in this, and I never thought I'd say that out loud. That's but incredible it's, that but, those but, words have just left your lips. But but it's because he's playing a dude who is a dick is he is he playing himself he's kind of playing himself i don't i don't know why i quite like it but i like it because i don't know and i i keep putting episodes on and i'm like why do i keep watching this but it's because like you know that he's gonna fail you know it's all gonna turn up and you know he's you know he's gonna get his comeuppance right And and i think that's maybe why i'm watching it but because I think if I watched some, I, yeah, I think that's it. If if there was if it was an actor that I genuinely liked playing that part, um, 
I would probably struggle to watch it because I know how it ends. It's like um, it's like you know watching Andrew Garfield in uh, the Social Net. Like I really struggle to watch the Social Network because I know how. Well, at the time, Andrew Garfield's character, um, I forget his name. He's one of the. He went off to Singapore for a while. He shared his sold his shares in Facebook for millions, and then became a really crude again a really controversial character as well um sav 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 what's his name oh i'm gonna have to look it up i haven't you know i've seen the social network andrew garfield he was one of the initial finders yeah i can't saverin saverin eduardo saverin um yeah and you watch it because i really like andrew garfield but you i can't watch it because i know how much he's just gonna get fucked over yeah. um yeah, anyway that that's the point of it but yeah we crash is interesting and the final one is you said was raymond and ray was yeah. a trailer that's just just come out but is it just me or between this and what was the what was the film that won best picture last year the one that oh, we coda did? coda the one that i loved this. and that you didn't I didn't, and and this—they all have the same filter. Apple TV shows, don't they? They're all like they're all almost like the exact people, same. People say this. I don't know if I've, I've either not noticed or, or I don't care. I don't I know mean, which you one. You shouldn't it is. really care. So it's probably the latter. Uh, yeah, well, I can't. Yeah, I feel like so I can't you say would notice. notice. Yeah, but it's the same thing you can say. You you can tell an Amazon show because it's got that kind of. Almost like a a a, a grind, like a maybe not because Springs of Power isn't that much. But the boys has got a very, you could tell the boys, can't you? Just from a screen, no, you can. Like if you watch, you if you watch and, and you're, and the boys, yeah, and you're right not to like lump the Rings of Power in there because like people have tried to compare Rings of Power to. Did you ever watch any episodes of The Wheel of Time? Well, I, my cynically, I I I thought they used the the Wheel of Time. To, to to test the water for Rings of Power because they were investing in it so much. All right, okay. But w- uh, Wheel of Time was good. Wheel Wheel of Time was good, but was like Rosman Pike, wasn't it? Yeah, Rosman Pike. But like huge I, I didn't, series. Yeah, I know. I I didn't finish it, and I really really regret that because I'm not convinced I could go back and watch um, Wheel of Time after watching the Rings of Power. Like I just yeah, like, production value wise because it's kind of you know it kind of operates within the same kind of like genre yeah uh, and things like that and i do remember uh watching i I do remember now watching it and i can compare that to rings of power and i think oh my god there's definitely more money on the screen in in lord of the rings wow yeah you're right yeah 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 that's a really valid point actually god i would have loved to who's uh, the drop off of rings of power (laughs) That would have been uh, crazy. Um, do you want to just, I guess, like whilst we're on Apple, because I know we could we could segue into House of Dragon, which we're both up to date on. Not, you know, I'm not up to date on Rings of Power, right? Um, but do you want to just finish off on Ray and Raymond? Because this is a trailer that I hadn't seen until you just showed it to me. Yeah, well, I actually only saw it not like half an hour before we jumped onto the pod. Actually, it's, ah, nice. it's relatively new onto, um, into you know the sphere as uh-huh. it were. But um, yeah, so Ray and Raymond. That's the internet, by the way, isn't it? The yeah, sphere. The sphere. Yeah, the sphere. Find, find the, internet. the internet is a sphere. Did you not yeah, know? Got it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. The World Wide it's, Web. It sits in Tim Cook's office, just rotating. <laughs> just exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> bloody hell. Um, yeah, two brothers, Ray and Raymond, played by Ethan Hawke and Ewan McGregor, which yeah. immediately 
says I want to watch this because I love both those actors and the both have just jumped from Disney back into Apple's pockets, haven't they? Oh yeah, yeah. You're not oh, wrong. Yeah, you're not yeah. wrong. But uh, I love both those actors and watching them do essentially, I think what is a um a you know a personal like family drama type thing. Yeah, uh, I think it'll be really really interesting. And the premise is their dad has died mm. and as part of his last will and testament he has said that he wants his two sons to dig his grave well i think that's one part of it but i guess like that's probably only how because well, how long does it take the, to dig a grave that's the sting that's the kind yeah, of like yeah, yeah, that's the kind yeah. of right this is who it is these are the characters this is what they have to do the, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. movie will be about them reflecting on the death of their father the good and the bad and how they've changed as men all while they're digging this grave and i do love that as the setup for a movie just this nice small contained um exploration of uh, of family of father and son relationships of masculinity any and anything you want anything you want to explore those things in that kind of unique sort of morbid but also sort of comedic setting because yeah. even though you're dealing with loss and your your father's dead he might not have been the best father in the world he might have been the kind of person to name one of his sons ray and the other one raymond raymond it's yeah, like what yeah, kind of exactly. what kind of guy does that yeah. and then dies and then and says oh yeah but and ray and raymond please dig my grave yeah it, oh, it's, God, it's we... gonna be very interesting are we we're steamrolling towards another onward, aren't we? My God, this is gonna break me. Is that gonna? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you were thinking when you were seeing yeah, this trailer? You're yeah, like, oh, you know, two, gonna... br- two brothers, and you know, one of them, you know, with a dad, and you know, I don't know maybe. But um, oh, okay, okay. This is a this is a topic of conversation. No, I I uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this one. A huge fan of you, McGregor. I, I don't know if I'm a fan of Ethan Hawke or not. Oh, I'm a and huge I, fan of Ethan. Hawke. But I, but I, oh. but I think it's I think it's his. I don't think it's his fault. I think it's because everything I've always seen him in, he's always been a villain or a bad sort of dude. Have you not seen Boyhood? A, you know, no, I've not seen. Have that Have you yet, not apparently. seen Boyhood? No, I've heard it's oh, really good. Oh my god, it's. I mean, so it's what, good. Is it like a the big that was one where they filmed over nineteen years. Yeah. So like, yeah. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah, I think I should watch that one. Yeah, Maddie and I might try. Well, it's, um, I like the song in it. What's the the um, oh, um, hero? Yeah, hero. Yeah, yeah like it's a beautiful one. song actually. Yeah, um, that's why I know that film. Yeah, okay, maybe maybe we get around to that instead of bloody bloody train spotting. Um, but no, this this is great. I I but as I said, I do think it has that apple gleam to it, as it were. Right. Okay. Um, but not a bad thing, not a good thing, just a gleam thing. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Uh, don't worry, darling's not doing too well. I mean, are you? Have you got any in- indication? I've not seen this? it, and I, I, I think I considered if I wanted to watch it for about for a couple of minutes before I, I think I realized I was like, I think I could probably miss this, and I think I fell into the trap of uh, I, I ended up reading and listening to some reviews, and they all kind of went, "It's basically a Stepford Wives like." You're right. you, okay, fine. You've, yeah. You've, you've, it's it's a it's an interesting concept, but it's an interesting concept that we've seen before. And you spend your time going, which one of these kind of sci-fi dystopian tropes is it's going to turn out to be? Yeah, like, yeah. There's going to be a twist, and the setup and the 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 key to unlocking the mystery is going to be either A, B, or C. Which one is it going to be? Yeah. And then when it happens, you go, oh, they went with that one. Yeah, kind of wild that it did. It didn't just go straight to streaming the way. Kind of, and I think I probably would have watched it if it went to streaming. Yeah, then you, me too. Because yeah. you've not really got a horse in the race, do you? 
I think they would have made more money from it as well. Uh, maybe. That's one. Um, some TV wrap-ups. Rick and Morty, you up to date with those? Not up to date. What was the last episode I watched? <sighs> it's good. I'm enjoying it. Um, where Do We Stand Alone episode was the most recent one, which was very funny. Yeah. Uh, which, again... I, 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 you know, I, I know people are starting to turn on it. I think it's still great. Um, the other one, Andor, you're not, you've not seen anything I've of not Andor. Seen have anything you? of Andor, oh, which is ridiculous. Because okay, as, as if, as if the internet is screaming at me um, that this is the best Star Wars has has been like ever. Like maybe it's the best Star Wars since Disney bought it. Yeah, like, yeah. Type thing. And I've and there's what. Please tell me there's not five episodes out. Four episodes there's out. There's four, four episodes, episodes out. I think that's unacceptable. I mean, to be fair, though, that's they did the first three. Well. It's actually interesting. I guess, like, allow me to, to, to say one thing about this. You will notice a change in episode three and four. Right, okay. Um, th- there's a reason. I, I now understand why they did one, two, and three together. Okay. I think there was a lot of speculation. But again, you know, hopefully that's not No, I need to, I need to jump on it. it. And it's. Uh... And, and I think, I, I, Alex, if ne- by next week you haven't caught up, I'm going to have to. St- I will spoil it. I will start spoiling oh jesus that's uh, okay that's, so there you go there's, there's a wee fire in it. um she hulk you doing that one that's it no. yeah this uh th- this sucks are you not enjoying it no. anymore uh, yeah you because you, you were kind of you were happy with it before weren't you oh it was fine I, I, th- this is the thing right i haven't decided whether or not this is bad or just marvel is bad now oh god because i do kind of think marvel is generally bad now well i've and, got the last little bit of news and it's, to, to hopefully well i mean i, I mean going. i'll just say say what, one more thing on that on that subject because i i think there were a few movies in this phase where we kind of went like wait we're still we're still post end game where we're still post end game and you do need to kind of stop and restart because you can't just maintain end game threat and hype indefinitely yep. can't yeah you? yeah yeah so yeah. you gotta you gotta meander a bit you gotta find a find another foothold and find another direction to go on things i'm sorry but that goodwill ran out several movies ago yeah it's yeah it's not good i think quantumania um and the and uh wakanda forever are going to be the movies that try in some way to create a, a narrative and tie what, things together yeah. what i will say what i will say is i'm genuinely very much looking forward to wakanda forever just oh, i'm quantum mania just I'm for that mania. just for that movie i'm looking forward to both actually but for two very different reasons i think um wakanda forever looks to be like a very good but like serious movie just because right. I, I know we talked about this when when the trailer came out for wakanda forever the fact that i think that this is not going to be a black panther movie it's a wakanda yeah. movie with a a family cast of yeah, main characters yeah, 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 and yeah. the exploration of that is something that is really really interesting to me yeah um yeah. quantum mania will be the movie that redeems the mcu or completely buries it for me oh oh you're probably right actually yeah 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 you are right um goodness well i think and the jury's the M- still out for me i'm open to coming back but well, I think the MCU has stacked its deck. I think the MCU has taken an ace from a pile of cards that it doesn't isn't currently in play and has snuck it up its sleeve ready to go because of course, Alex. That was such a good that was such a good setup. It is just... good, isn't it? It is exactly <laughs> what it really is, nice. isn't it? Really it nice. is but it's exactly what's happened, isn't it? I don't know what's they... happened. 
Well, I, you happened? know what's happened. Fucking um, Hugh Jackman. Oh, I know Hugh said Jackman. Hugh Grant. Hugh Jackman has uh, has been very publicly saying, yes, I'm going to be in Deadpool 3. Deadpool 3 uh, is MCU coming into the... You know, they've been very bold to say, it's, yes, it's MCU. It's the first inclusion of Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds. Um, I didn't appreciate, actually, how funny Ryan Reynolds actually is and i know you're gonna roll your eyes at that but i didn't realize until wrexham i'm fucking oh that's another tv series i'm really watching are you you up to date with wrexham uh, no mate you gotta get wrexham watch wrexham I know. wonderful um but i didn't appreciate how funny he was until i watched wrexham because i always thought he was very much like oh he's well edited and they've set it up and i guess wrexham kind of is that too but there is moments where he's on like Skype calls and Zoom calls and talking to people and stuff where I'm like, oh, that was really quite quick and witty. That was yeah. quite well, the funny. Thing, well, the thing I've always wondered is the Ryan Reynolds persona of which um, it is very much a persona. And it is well, very it much kinda, Ryan it Reynolds. Because uh, it just came out of nowhere, well, didn't my, it? Yes. So my question was, is this something, is this persona something that has evolved through like the sum of his roles and is now like a an industry yeah you you get ryan reynolds because of that yeah it's it's, it's, it's it's an industry construct as it were to the point where ryan reynolds even you know in something like wrexham is still acting yeah yeah you're right yeah and i, I and I, I think that's yeah. quite i think that's quite cynical i think i would like to buy into the 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 fantasy that that is Ryan Reynolds and he is a real person and he is actually like that because I think I think that's a much nicer world to live in well as I opposed think, to the yeah. cynical version of that <laughs> no I know exactly what you're asking I think I think it's a bit of both I think he is actually quite like that at times but I think because well, it had to come from somewhere camera, that's the thing. exactly I think he's because he's constantly on camera and because he's constantly sharpening that that kind of comedy edge but he is he is quite funny actually in Wrexham and I and I've come round to him. On things like I even rewatched some. I don't quite know. I was having a, I was having a dump, Alex, and I watched a Facebook a Facebook video, and it was clips Brilliant. of it was Facebook it was clips of him with Domino and and, and Cable and Deadpool two. And Actually, I rewatched it and I had a wee chuckle. That's Did you have the same video? Well, that is something I would very much like to see the metrics of is how many people who watch the Ryan Reynolds videos are doing so while on the throne. I, I reckon, reckon it's a lot. lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. does tailor to that. In fact, I'm sh- did he not do that once when he was like, oh, hey, b- bloody YouTube. Oh, here's... That's, that's his Canadian accent. Hey, <laughs> hey, YouTube. Why don't you watch me in Deadpool 3 whilst you're taking a crap? Something like <laughs> that's that. That's pretty good, actually. That's probably the best impression I've ever heard there you, you do. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you're having a bloody laugh. Is he having a laugh? There you go. Who is that? Is he having a laugh? I don't know. Ricky, Santa Ricky, Claus? I don't that know. was Ricky Gervais in the oh. extras playing Ray, right, the boss. Okay. Is he having a laugh? Um... I can do other niche impersonations if you want. <laughs> nah, you're um, all right. It's fine. I, don't, okay. I wouldn't want you to embarrass yourself. I could do some more. No, no, no. Um, you know, I did that. Are you not entertained? Are you not are entertained? You, are you Are you not entertained? <laughs> Who's that? We've seen him. We've seen him recently. Uh, oh, I can't remember who that is. I mean, I want to say Stephen Merchant just because it's the West Country accent. But um, No, it's not. It's... I'm, I'm Max, Maximus Corellius, whatever it is reading. Father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife. Oh, Russell Crowe. And I, and I will have my revenge in this life or the next. <laughs> yes. 
isn't that just like how he sounds you in, know there, uh, are, there know there are more swords in the country than there are in the city <laughs> murder 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 <laughs> there we go a gladiator hot fuzz um crossover, crossover that everyone was go. asking for Oh my god! They're doing another gladiator, aren't they? That is still um, on the bloody cards. We gotta wrap the shit. No, okay. stop it. Sequels it... and remakes get fucked. I think it's <laughs> well. <laughs> Slash, really like... excited for Avatar two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, wait, I, that was. Uh, would you go and see Avatar one in the cinema again? Because I know that they've re-released it back in the cinema. Genuinely, if I had a whole free day and I couldn't think of a single thing to do, yeah, I would. <laughs> I but that that, yeah. that that's a that's a series of conditions that I don't think will be met. Here, here is here is my favorite question I love asking because I can I can I almost know the answer to this. Every if you walk up to any of your mates, right? Is it how, do you see it in 3D? Well no no no. It was how many times have you seen the film Avatar? Quite a lot actually. Oh really? Yeah, okay. yeah. I bought it. More, I more, bought it on Blu-ray, and I watched it a lot actually. So more I, often than I not, I know it's... that. I know. I'm unfortunately for you, I am the exception to the rule because I do agree with you. I think everybody has seen Avatar maximum twice. Oh really? I only seen it once. Really? <laughs> and, I, and I think the vast majority of people have seen it just once. No, I think most people have seen it twice actually because I think oh, I think like, a lot I'm of people like went people. to see it in the cinema twice. You reckon? What? Well, yeah, I didn't make that much money. I, it was a I spectacle, mate. It was a spectacle. Behind. I cannot get behind. No, it was, but I can't get behind why people would go and see a film more than once in the cinema. Oh, I know, really? I know. I know. I'm a you know massive. Film. I went to see. I went to see the Rise of Skywalker twice in the cinema, right. mate. Wow. Wow. But did they? Did I think they? Did they my check reasoning you for before that, you went in? My reasoning for that is because I just wanted to check to see if it actually was just, what uh, it was. Just take a step <laughs> into like, this um, queue here, sir. Just, uh, just have kind of your brain scans, just to double check that everything's. Uh, you're not driving any uh, heavy machinery, are you? <laughs> so they double check. No, you really. Uh, no, I get why you why you wouldn't, but you actually can't understand why anybody would want to go to the cinema twice to see to, to see a movie twice in the cinema. I, I'm. You really don't. I don't know. Empathize, mate. Maybe. Empathize. I mean, try. I, I I guess like because I've got a special category of the films that I've watched in the cinema that just. I, I, I needed to be in the cinema to see, you know, like I, I do think Maverick was a, was a, mo- a really good example of it. I thought Tenant was one, uh, the, obviously the Nolan's Inception, Interstellar, they were all ones. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe I'd go back to see one of those that I've just mentioned. Yeah. I, w- I would see one of those again, but again, yeah, yeah, it's tricky. God, this is, this is another question for another time because we're r- running out. Um, Alex, what what are they got to do now? Right, now they got to get themselves onto the Apple Podcast app, find us on there. Give us a mm. cheeky little five-star rating, if you please. You can also leave us a review on there. If you mm-hmm. don't want to review us, you can tell us your favourite movie, your favourite mm-hmm. movie soundtrack. We'd love to see you reading here. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff, all of that info. Uh, That's on... my impersonation of a door creaking. Did you like that? Oh, very good, yeah. That was a really good impression. It's probably the best impression mm-hmm. we've ever done. And... Uh, um, we're on all the podcast apps, so you can find us wherever you like to listen to your podcast. Um, on the platform I, you've I, on the platform you the other you, day on the platform you've probably got <laughs> open right now, listening to me telling you what platform you're on. Believe it or not, that's the only time I've ever considered the fact that if somebody's listening to me tell them that we're on the platform, the chances are they know that. There's so many. I googled it the other day. If you just Google it, going through, yeah. The motion. Do you Google yourself? 
Yeah, bloody, always. Bloody narcissist. Always. <laughs> you, oh my goodness, there's a Bonnie Tyler song called Going Through the Motions. Did you know that? Funnily enough, I think Going Through the Motions is quite a common phrase. Fuck, that... why don't we use that for the intro? What is going on here? <laughs> well, just have Bonnie Tyler on every episode. We're on Podchaser. We're on SoundCloud, Alex. Did you know we're on SoundCloud? I didn't know we're on SoundCloud. No. Podchaser. Um, player.fm. Oh, very good. It's got Jackie Brown up. Amazing. Good episode. We like that. Go back and listen to last week's episode. Yeah. But we also have Um, an email address, don't we, Callum? Going through the motions, uh, a breath of fresh air. I don't know if that's a review or just generally nothing related to this. You didn't didn't finish the email address, mate. Emotionspod at gmail.com. Um, and thank you very much to KTC Graphic Design for the lovely, lovely artwork. And um, we should probably start releasing some more of that sometime soon. A, eh? oh, probably, eh? yeah. A, a, a. Maybe there's, uh, maybe there's some, some, some payment that can be made from all, some, from, for some upcoming hospitality. Eh, mm-hmm. eh, eh. Oh, oh yeah, nice yeah. We bit cryptic. Yeah. See what I'm getting at. See I see what, what you mean. At. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, next week if we don't have anything new or fresh to think of, I think we'll do train spotting. Right. I mean, I'm down. Yeah. Might not be that. Let's have a think. Okay. Let's have a think. That's our backup. Um, I'm up in Edinburgh. Uh, might not. We might not even be here next week. Or if mm. we are, it'll be it'll be out late. Yeah. Um, or whatever. But hey, Luke, thank you very much for listening, and we will speak to you again next week. But until then, goodbye. All right, guys. Ta ta. Yeah.